Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 25th of July. Today, we're just one medal away from our greatest ever performance at a World Athletics Championship. Cycling's got a new Great Dane, and I'll introduce you to the UFC's fastest rising star. But first... Dewey, there's space out there. Dewey finds Laurie. Laurie's away. Passes to Stafford Teller. And the biggest upset of the season is now on as the Tigers will hit the lead inside the last 90 seconds. The West Tigers haven't had the greatest of seasons. But when the full-time whistle was blown in their game against the Cowboys yesterday, they were ahead. Hooray! And then, despite the 80 minutes being up, the Cowboys somehow challenged the final play of the game. And you wouldn't believe it. They're appealing that Cole Felt got run off the ball. They can challenge this. They can challenge it. But he's done a pretty good job. comes sideways, which denies Cole oh, Felt no. the opportunity. Oh, it'll be a penalty. Val Holmes will have a chance to win this game. Valentine Holmes. He's he has kicked it. <laughs> the Cowboys win. The Cowboys win by a point. After being awarded a penalty by the bunker, Val Holmes went back and slotted the winning goal for the Cowboys, giving them a win that puts them into outright second on the ladder, while the Tigers are left to dwell in Wooden Spoon territory. And even Cowboys coach Todd Payton knew that they'd stolen one. Did you feel like you sort of deserved the win tonight? Um... But the Tigers aren't prepared to let this one go. I object. Tigers officials are reportedly exploring their options to overturn the result of the game and strip the Cowboys of the premiership points, believing that the captain's challenge was illegal having come after full-time was called. The NRL has said the referee had not in fact blown full-time and so the challenge was allowed. Either way, I think we'll hear from someone high up in the NRL on this one today. The World Athletics Championship will come to a close today in Portland, Oregon. And for Australia, the meet has been an unashamed success. We are really awesome at this. Aside from having a number of athletes post personal best and season's best, we've also scored some medals. Nina Kennedy kicked things off, claiming bronze in the pole vault. But that is a brilliant result for Nina Kennedy. And I know the Australian athletics community will be overjoyed for her. And what a tune-up for the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. Eleanor Patterson didn't go as high, but she did go better winning the women's hydro. Needs some of that famous Aussie grit here. Oh, yes! That is brilliant! Another PB for Patterson. And she has gone into the lead. But the Aussie ladies weren't done kicking world-class ass just yet. Looking for an improvement on... 62-92, needs another 30 centimetres or so to move into the lead. Oh, yes! That is massive! The best throw in the world this year, and it's the perfect time to do it. 66-91, she has one hand on a successful title defence. That was brilliant from Barber. Kelsey Lee Barber became the first woman ever to defend a world title in Javelin after claiming gold over the weekend, joining her fellow female superstars, Kathy Freeman, Yana Pittman and Sally Pearson as the only Aussies to win multiple gold medals at the World Athletics Championships. And in the process, she put us one medal away from our greatest ever performance at the Worlds. And on today, the final day, it could happen. We can do it. Remember Ash Maloney, the Olympic men's bronze medalist in the decathlon? You know that event where you basically have to be good at everything? 
Well, Ash is a strong chance going into the final day of competition. And if he can claim silver or even gold, it will officially be our greatest ever world champs. So stay tuned. Since last year, I always believed I could do it. And now it, now it happened. So yeah, it's, it's really incredible. Jonas Vingegaard has lived out every cyclist dream today, riding down the Champs-Élysées into Paris and winning his first Tour de France. And the yellow jersey, the winner of the 109th edition of the Tour de France, surrounded by his merry men, it's Jonas Vingegaard. Vingegaard finished three minutes clear of pre-race favourite and cycling phenom Tadej Pogacar, who was chasing his third consecutive win of the race at the age of 23. Vingegaard becomes just the second Danish rider to win the Tour and the first since 1996. Mm, Australia's highest placed rider was Nick Schultz, who came in 23rd overall in the general classification standings, but... And Aussie did win a much-coveted award for this year's race. Look at Caleb Ewan, he's not even in the picture. Sprint star Caleb Ewan has taken out the 2022 Tour de France Lantern Rouge, or Red Lantern, which basically means he finished last. Named after the Red Lanterns, which used to hang at the rear of a train, the Lantern Rouge is awarded to the slowest rider of those who actually complete the tour. And this year, that lantern is coming down under. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Paddy Pimblett. Glad to be fat and happy than ripped and like these people who are ripped all year round aren't happy, I'm not arsed. I don't care what they say. This six pack sound, I look great, but I'd rather be fat and happy, lad. UFC lightweight Paddy Pimblett, aka Paddy the Batty, is a name on the rise in the UFC. I've had a saying since I was 16. What's the point of being nervous when you know you're going to win? His devastating style in the ring combined with his quick wit in front of a microphone has already prompted comparisons with Conor McGregor. But over the weekend, in just his third UFC fight ever, the scouser with the Beatles haircut showed he's a man of layers. Layers! Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. Onions have layers. You get it. We both have layers. Firstly, he delivered on his promise in the lead-up to his fight against Jordan Levitt that when he won, he'd celebrate in unique fashion. Is there a chance you twerk over him if he gets... I want to teabag him, lad. I want to teabag him like it's Modern Warfare 2. I want to squat as close to his head as I possibly can without the ref shouting at me. Just squat up and down. And after he submitted Levitt in the second round, he did, in fact, teabag him. But then he showed his other side and used the moment and the stage to talk about a much bigger issue. The one thing I always say is you've got to get it off your chest. That's something that I did. I eventually spoke to someone and as soon as you speak to someone, it feels like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Literally, that is what it was like for me. I was like... Oh my God, that feels better. And then I spoke to another friend, I spoke to me dad, I spoke to me fiance, I spoke to me coach and it got better. And I know that my friend, Ricky, never, never feel like, didn't feel like he could speak to anyone without getting called little girl. That's what we need to get rid of, but mental health awareness is, for men, it's ridiculous. There's no funding in the UK for it either. And no one does anything about it, lad. It's the biggest killer I'm in between like 21 and 45. No one does anything, no one cares. And it's what does me head more than anything else. No one cares about it. Because it's only young men who's asked. Like I said, Paddy the Batty. He's got layers. And he's right. If anyone listening to this today is going through something, reach out to a friend. And if you don't think you can, Lifeline is a service specifically designed to listen and help you through whatever it is. The number is 13 11 14. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport to kickstart another week. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard.
listener.